You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there. Tonight, slightly different again. Big Rome's having some te- technical difficulties. I think I have this theory that he closed a cheeseburger in his computer, and that's why it's it's not working properly. But as always, well, not as always. Tonight, just your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, the Fantasy Fish. How's it going? Oh, it's going. It's absolutely go. The Rams fucking suck, man. I don't know like what it is. Like I'm. They suck against the 49ers for sure. Yeah, and I'm pissed. Like every time. I I actually had a very good sports betting weekend. I hit one of my parlays, but then I, I took the Rams plus two and a half because I was like, I actually think they're going to win this game, and I'll take the points. And then they just fucking – it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, they got shit on. They They look like the 2019 Jared Goff Rams. Yeah. Like they're going to go – they're going to go eight and eight. Jared Goff's over there uh, being last year's Rams. In Dude, Jared Goff looks fucking They switch great. places. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. Antonio Brown has like the biggest, blackest dick I have ever seen. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. That's, that's wild. Swinging, swinging Stormbreaker, which is, you know, for those of you that don't know, that's Thor's fucking axe hammer. <laughs> Just swinging that thing around. Yeah. Swimming pool. Jesus. I, uh. You know, it, it's funny. Like, it's funny because we're watching like this complete mental breakdown of Antonio Brown, but at the same time, like, it's also sad because you know, next thing you know, he's gonna shoot himself in the fucking chest. So, yeah, it's definitely not a good sign. And then, uh, you know, it's what, like I was actually talking to someone about that, and they were like, "Oh, he needs help," and it's like, dude, he's filthy rich, he's famous, like. And his and and he doesn't and he's li- he's loving his life. He's having a blast. I don't think he thinks anything wrong is happening. Like he's just enjoying his life. Yeah, I mean, other than this, like a lot of the things he's done in the past have been like breaking the law. I guess this could be too. I think he was in our country, so who the fuck knows? He, he was in Dubai, so I don't know what the laws are over there. But like when, but like for him, like taking his shirt off and quitting in the middle of a game, it's like fuck it, man. Like he's rich. <laughs> He doesn't like working there anymore. If you don't like working somewhere anymore, usually you try to find a new job and you quit. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. Yeah, I don't know, man. He probably got some mental problem, but who the hell knows? And then, you know, fucking fantasy football is weird, man. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is like the running back one on the year. Jonathan Taylor's like, you know, I mean, obviously you're not going to drop. You know, fucking um, Will Disley is a better tight end for fantasy than Kyle Pitts. Dogs are marrying cats. You know, who fucking knows, man? It's a weird year. Nothing makes sense. Yeah, it is. It's starting. I think it's starting to straighten out a little bit more. Yeah, I guess. You know, like we saw a good game from Eckler. We saw a good game from Henry. We saw a good mm-hmm. game from McCaffrey. Like, yeah, they weren't. Tom the Brady actually one, had Brady had no okay game. They're right up there, you know. So, I mean, I think, yeah, Tom Brady had a good game. So, it's starting to straighten itself out with those players. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, and then speaking of uh, Brown, DK Metcalf pooped his pants during a game and had to ride a golf cart to locker room. I think that's hilarious. That is pretty funny. I wonder how that happened. If he just was trying to hold it and couldn't, or if he like got sat on his stomach and it was just a little too much pressure. You know, granted, like, you know, obviously my football career hasn't panned out quite as well as DK Metcalf's. But I mean, like, I never really ever needed to go to the bathroom during a football game. Like, you're so focused on the actual football game that, like, I don't know. Although I tend to use the bathroom before the game, so. Yeah, I I always went before, like, intentionally because, like, you know, we're at halftime. Yeah. But, yeah, it's weird. He could have had a bug or something, though, and just was like, oh, shit. I ain't gonna make Although it who, back. Who knows? Fucking DK Metcalf. All he says is he eats like coffee and candy. So maybe that's why he fucking shit his pants. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> uh, so let's talk about a little bit of news. Uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, looked like he had like a severe ankle injury, but the results came back negative today, and there is a chance that he will play Week Five against the Broncos. I actually wouldn't count on it. Um, or honestly, even if he does suit up, I don't even know if I'd play him this week. Like, I think I would bench him like banged up guy short week. I mean, I could see them just going to Naheem Hines and there's rumors that they're going to look to Philip Lindsay this week. If, uh, if Taylor's a no go. So I don't know. Plus dude, he's been shitty. I mean, he had 20 carries, which you like to see, but he only was it 40 yards. What was the stat line? Yeah. T- 20, 20 carries for 42 yards. So we, Week one was really, like, the only good week for him so far. I mean, he got 10 points in week three, which isn't bad, but that's not what you want out of Jonathan Taylor. I would probably bench him, too, if he's going to be injured. Mm-hmm. I mean, monitor it. I guess see how much he participates on Friday is the big thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Then, uh, sadly, on the other side of the ball, Javante Williams tore his ACL. Wednesday, actually tore his ACL and his LCL. So it's like a very similar to like the JK Dobbins type injury. Um, I mean, I guess on the bright side of it, it's happened early. So Javante in theory could be ready to play next season, but I don't know. It's just sad. He'll be ready next season. Sucks. Well, it just sucks because he's such a talented player. And it looked like since Melvin Gordon fumbled a little bit and was also kind of banged up, they were finally given the full workload to, uh, to Javante, so I don't know. I, I just hope he gets better. You know, you never want to see players get hurt. Um, yep. Another one that's been lighting it up this year, uh, Cordero Patterson placed on IR with a knee injury. Um, actually, I read the headline for him earlier, so I haven't seen any updates. I also haven't looked. But he's going to be on IR for, an in, I think, a little bit of time here. Let me see if I can find him. Um, so yeah, I mean, that sucks. I mean, cause we know Cordero Patterson, we've talked about it all year. You know, he's going to be great for a few weeks. Then the decline's going to happen. And maybe, I don't know, maybe this is the decline. Yeah. It's with his age and stuff. You don't, I don't know. Yeah. Be out at least four weeks. Cause he's on the IR, but. Oh no. It now says that, uh, Patterson won't be eligible to return until after week nine against the Chargers. So I think he's going on the longer, not the long, not the long IR, but the longer IR. Yeah. I didn't even know there was different ones. I just knew it was Neither did I. I knew, right on. Still sucks. I mean, we tried to tell you before, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
rookie uh, wide receiver Traylon Burks turf toe and will be out for even head coach Mike Vrabel doesn't know how long he's going to be out for, but he's going to at least be out next week. So turf toe is the worst because you never really know how long it's going to last. Well, plus, like, there's not really much you can do other than just time. <laughs> right. You know, and and, it's... and it sucks because, again, you know, showing a lot of promise. That Titans D offense looked like it was finally coming along. Um, Although, that was a weird game. Colts were just really bad. Colts are bad. Matt Ryan fucking sucks, man. God. It's funny. He was like the fantasy quarterback 10, but I watched that game. He just looked bad. So maybe it wasn't mm-hmm. a Carson Wentz thing last year with the Colts. Like, I think this is just where quarterbacks go to die. They're the new Cleveland Browns. <laughs> they could be. That would uh, suck for Jonathan Taylor. Jamison Crowder. Not that this was, like, super relevant, but, you know, because he hasn't been very fantasy relevant. But, you know, unfortunately, he broke his ankle, and he's going to be out the rest of the year. So, you know, maybe Isaiah McKenzie, Khalil Shakir. They, I don't know, more, more looks for uh, – Stephon Diggs, but I don't know. It just sucks. I like, I've always, I've been a big Jamison Crowder fan since his, uh, Washington commanders days. So yeah, he gets hurt every time. I know he's it's fragile. never fails. He's probably he's the fragile. most fragile. You know, a lot of people say people are injury prone, but like this guy's the, the most, he's like Arian Foster at the end of his career. We're like, right. if he sneezed hard, he, he'd, he'd miss time. Uh, this play two hand touch. Yeah. Uh, Sam Darnold, superstar quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. He is eligible to return from the IR, but the Panthers say that he's not close to returning to play. And it just sounds crazy because, honestly, I think Sam Darnold might be better for their offense than Baker Mayfield. Do you do you think they're going to pop him in there right away? Like once No, I, 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 think, I think they're just going to let Baker just have, like, a shit game, kind of like how uh, – Oh, I mean, I guess this could tie into the other news is uh, Kenny Pickett's officially replacing um, Mitchell Trubisky as the quarter, the starting quarterback for the Steelers. But I, I think they're just going to wait till Baker just has like another shit game, which will happen every week until they'll Darnold do the same healthy. thing. Bench him in the middle yeah. of the game and he'll never see it again. Yeah. Yep. Kenny Pickett, man. I I thought Kenny Pickett looked pretty good. He had two. Yeah. I know he had three interceptions, but two of those were not his fault. Yeah. Fucking two, Chase Claypool You know, there sucks. was the one that. There's the one that was like dropped on the sideline that was really bad, and then there was the other one that was dropped to- towards the goal, or both were intercepted. I mean, but they were dropped by receivers and then tipped. The second, the first one, the deep ball, yeah, maybe the receiver probably couldn't have caught it, but he could have at least batted it down. Mm-hmm. Played defense on offense, you know, but he tried to catch it. It got tipped and picked. Like two of them were tips. Like I thought he looked pretty good other than that. He had two rushing scores, didn't he? He did, yeah. So actually, like. Um, He's gigantic, I'm pretty sure. I I have Najee Harris in a couple leagues, and I've been thinking about shopping Najee Harris around. But now I don't know with with Pickett coming in. I'm kind of curious to see because you know now you got like a pretty mobile young quarterback who's like hucking the ball around. That could open up more opportunities for Najee Harris. I mean, he might have better days ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, Pickett in the short amount of time we saw him, he's ten. Completions on 13 yards for 100 or 13 attempts for 120 yards. You know, two rushing touchdowns, not, it's not, and one, and one, one fumble also, but you know, like probably not the next two weeks against Buffalo, Tampa Bay, maybe even not until after the bye here because it's Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Miami, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. But after that, it opens up. They got the Saints, the Bengals, the Colts, 
the Falcons. So be interesting to watch. I think he's going to be a lot better than Trubisky for everybody there. Yeah, definitely. I, I think I think uh, George Pickens is going to be happy about that because I know he wasn't happy with Mitchell Trubisky. Well, why would he be? Yeah. Uh, not, not, not a surprise here, but head coach Mike McDaniel of the uh, Miami Dolphins says it's too early to give a timeline on two, but he's definitely going to be out uh, Sunday against the Jets. Um, Thanks for the heads up, man. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Staley, head coach of the Chargers, says that Keenan Allen is day-to-day. But I don't – dude, it, that's disappointing, man. I mean, I'm glad the Chargers won, but fuck, like, Keenan. You've yeah. been – Keenan started off his career as an injury-prone wide receiver. Then he had, like, a couple seasons of, you know, not missing, like, any time. And now he's fucking soft again. And he's older. Yeah, think, it doesn't like, get any in, easier. Well, in Dynasty, now I'm trying to shop him in, like, any league. I can get anything for him in <laughs> Dynasty. Like, anybody? Any takers? Does anybody want this guy? Uh, That's it for news. I mean, I'll bring up this one because we are going to bring it up in waivers anyways. But uh, Broncos are signing running back Latavius Murray off the Saints practice squad. And right. Lat Murray did play on uh, Sunday. And, I mean, he wasn't great, but he didn't look awful either. I mean, I think it helps when you're on the practice squad and you don't really play football because those legs are nice and fresh. Uh, he averaged five yards of carry and had a touchdown. I don't yeah. know how long he'll last, 32 years old, but we'll see. The, one other thing that's it's kind of related to news, but it's not. there's not like – a lot of stories about it right now is like watch this concussion thing because I think we're going to start seeing players miss more time with concussions mm-hmm. because there's already way more people that got ruled out like immediately in this week. And I think some of them might not be able to play again. We're in the past. They would probably came back in the same game. Yeah. Well, like, well, we were talking about it like in our little group chat text this morning, like, what next step is the NFL is probably going to expand the rosters like from 53 to like 60 or like 60. Yeah. I don't something. know if they'd ever pay for it. They're all cheap ass owners, but um, they could. The thing with it too is like, we're going to have to have a freaking concussion only IR. Because yeah, let's well, be really like they, co- they had the like COVID IR. They had the COVID IR yeah. last year or two years ago. So now it's, they're going to have a concussion IR. Well, especially, yeah. uh, I mean, unsurprisingly, the the guy that was in charge of the concussion protocol for the NFL was fired. The third party independent company, they've been fired. Was the whole NFL one fired, or I thought it was just the Dolphins. Or maybe it was yeah. just for the Miami one. But you know, it's like the thing that's dumb is, like, like in terms of concussion tests, it's all individualized. Like, there's no like flat baseline thing, and so like it. I don't think. I don't think the t- the people that cleared Tua, I don't think they probably did anything wrong. They probably gave him the test. He probably scored better, you know, than like he did when he was initially diagnosed. Here's, here's one thing I wonder too. They there's a chance that they didn't even see the portion where he's getting up and teetering around, right? Uh, they and had they to go have ask seen him that. a bunch of questions. Well, where are they standing? I guess if they're on the field, I don't know. They probably had to have seen it, but you never know. But I mean. I think that's the thing. It was like you could pretty much tell right away when it happened. Like, sure, you could regain your senses real quick and pass those verbal tests, but although dude, fuck the, happened. I will say, fuck the concussion people, man. Like, they should talk to fucking Mike McDaniel about that because he was like, "Nah, he hurt his back and ankle." Like, like if anybody should be investigated, it should be him. 
No, well, maybe, maybe yeah, his head hurt so bad that he thought his back and ankle hurt. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> but, yeah, so, hey, I, hopefully Tua gets healthier soon. I mean, especially because that Miami team's been a lot of fun to watch this year. So, yeah, you know, selfish, self, selfishly speaking, I hope he gets healthy just because, uh, you know, I, I want to see that go. Yeah. So, All right, so we had some pretty big performances this week. We got uh, pinks and stinks for the week. Uh, Rome's not here, so I'm just going to go ahead and bang out his real quick. Uh, his quarterback, right. Pink, he took Jared Goff 26-39 for 378, four touchdowns. And, you know, despite having no fucking pass catchers healthy other than Hawkinson and fucking the, the corpse of Josh Reynolds, he looked fucking yeah. great, man. I'm on Russell Brown out, DJ Chark yeah, out, I, and that's, or Jared Goff here's like, I don't give a fuck. Watch yeah. this. Then uh, – you know, Josh Jacobs, 28 carries for 144 yards and two touchdowns, five catches for 31 yards. You know, it's funny. Josh Jacobs is really making it tough for the Raiders not to re-sign him um, when his contract's up because he's looked great this year. Which he is... has. He's averaging, I think, over four yards of carry on the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Evans is back, eight catches on 10 targets for 103 yards and two touchdowns. Then Travis Kelsey does what he does best, nine catches on 10 targets for 92 and one. Although, you know, it's funny. The, uh, the end score of the Tampa Bay, Kansas city game was closer, but that game was not close at all. Kansas city fucking mopped the floor with Tampa Bay. And every time Tampa Bay built a momentum, they got shut down real quick. Like they'd mm-hmm. go, they gain a little momentum, get to like 10 points. And Kansas city would just go down and get a touchdown. Absolutely. So, uh, so th- those are Rome's pinks of the week. Fish, why don't you go ahead and get us uh, started with your uh, quarterback pink of the week? Yeah, my quarterback pink of the week is about time he's on this list. Uh, the loser of that game, Tom Brady. You know, 39 <laughs> completions on 52 attempts, 385 yards, three touchdowns. Good old-fashioned Tom Brady for us. It's nice to see it. We'll see if he can keep it up. Well, it's crazy. Dude, he's 45 years old, which is fucking crazy to me. Yeah, and then um, it's wild. I will say this as a, as a note, I think Chris Godwin should be, he didn't have the greatest stat line, but I think Chris Godwin should be a team. Like if, if the manager in your league has Godwin is like now like one in three, Oh, and four, I'd, I'd make a run at Godwin, man. Like, cause he had, I think he had 10 targets or 12 targets. Yeah. Um, He's only going to get better through the season as he gains his health back and him and Tom Brady get their rhythm back going. Yeah. Oh, 10 targets. Yeah. Seven catches, 59 yards. Not the greatest stat line, but you know, I don't know. Tom Brady loves them. So definitely look, look for uh Godwin um, out there. My quarterback pink of the week, surprisingly Geno Smith, uh, uh, that same game against uh, Detroit, there was almost a thousand yards of total offense. There was almost a, uh, a combined score of a hundred points. Uh, RG three had the greatest tweet yesterday where he said, uh, uh, did he say that he wishes he's Geno Smith? Well, no, they, he said, yeah, <laughs> he said that, uh, uh, only on only a B showed more D than the defense in the game between Seattle and Detroit. Oh shit. That's but Geno funny. Smith, man, 23 of 30, you know, super accurate day, three twenty with two touchdowns, no picks. He also rushed the ball seven times for 49 yards and a touchdown. Um, spoiler alert, he is on my waiver wire pickup. More just kind of looking at um like the matchups. Like next week they're taking on um Dude, it's not even the matchup for the next week, it's the matchup for the next five games. Yeah, but I I don't know, he's the got Saints, a couple the Cardinals, the Chargers, the Giants. Cardinals defense doesn't scare me. 
Cardinals again. Dude, you know? well, who have I the mean, Cardinals played, man? They they've played like fucking. They played Carolina last week, man. That guy sucks. But I don't know. I I still think Geno Smith might be at least worth keeping an eye on because I mean he's he's sitting as the quarterback nine right now. He yeah. destroyed Atlanta. He he destroyed Detroit. But you know, I don't know. Saints. I wouldn't like him next week. But you know, like I said, I I like the matchup against the Cardinals at home. Then he's got the Chargers, and their defense is I don't know. It should be better, but they're not. They're pretty dude. They gave up another long touchdown to fucking um, Damian Pierce. I mean, they give up big touchdowns. Yeah, they got the Giants, Cardinals again. So I don't know. Geno Smith might be interesting to me uh, for the for the upcoming weeks. I mean, I probably still don't have the balls to start him. I I, I'm in a super I'm in a super flex league, and I don't know if I can do it. But it's still uh, takes a lot of balls. But the history for this year is there. Like he's done good this year. Absolutely. Uh, Who's a running back? Did you love this week? Yeah. I'll stick in the same game there. Rashad Penny, 17 rushes, 151 yards, two touchdowns. He added a six-yard reception onto that. You know, it's it's nice to see that Seattle, the players can still be worthwhile because that was kind of a questionable team. The only guy who mm-hmm. hasn't panned out too much yet is Noel Font. Font scored nice a to touchdown, see a game though. Penny. It's his first good game this year. Speaking of first good games this year, uh, my running back pink of the week is Austin Eckler. Dude, he he looked great. 13 carries for 60 yards and two touchdowns. He had six catches on seven targets for 49 yards. It's a three-touchdown performance from Eckler, which also broke my heart because I just traded him away in uh, <laughs> one of our dynasty leagues. That's why I did good. Yeah, I, that's probably why. So you're welcome, fantasy world, if Eckler balls out. But you know, he showed you exactly why he was a top-four pick. I mean, he looked outstanding. Um, yeah, I mean, that, it was just, it was just nice to see. So, uh, who, who's a wide receiver. You certainly liked? was, it, it looked like, looked like old usage there too, which was nice. Wide receiver. I like DK Metcalf. Look, he didn't get on a touchdown, but he had seven receptions on 10 targets, 149 yards. It's another player on the same team that we, you know, we, there's three players from this game. It, it's kind of a, seems like a throwaway game because I don't think Seattle can reproduce that across the board mm. like they did this week. But it's nice to see these players. And DK has str- strung together two good weeks now, which is really good well, to see. Well, that's the thing, like especially because after having two duds uh, of and people were, you know, saw fucking uh, fantasy football Twitter just freaking out over DK Metcalf. Like, oh, what do you do with DK? What do you do with DK? You know, last week, man, 12, 12 targets on, you know, 12 targets but five for 64 and a touchdown. Then this last week, 10 targets again, you know. So I think Geno Smith realized like, oh, hey, this guy's bigger, stronger, and faster than everybody out there. I should just keep yeah, throwing just him the ball. Third in his general direction. Could you imagine? He probably would have had another catch or two if he didn't have to shit during the game. Like, if he didn't shit his pants, there's a chance that he he could have had a better game. Cause it was like <laughs> the mid- he could have got that touchdown he was missing. Yeah, it was like the mid-fourth quarter when uh, he had to go take a dump, so. Uh, my wide receiver pink of the week, Justin Jefferson, man, is, I mean, his touchdown came on a, on an end around, which actually that one made me laugh. Cause it's like, Oh, Hey, you know, the best wide receiver in football. We're on like the three yard line. Let's not cover him. <laughs> but, yeah. They didn't even look at his direction. I know, but it was weird. But the fact that he had 13 targets, but 10 catches for 147 yards. Yeah. He I mean, Lattimore too. Like Lattimore usually shuts down people pretty decently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, Jefferson seemingly looked open on every play, and Kirk Cousins was looking yeah. for him, which was nice. 
I mean, Kirk Cousins, he had a bad game, kind of. But, you know, it, it was it was nice to see Jefferson looking like Justin Jefferson out there. All right, give us that yeah, tight sure. end. All right, this tight end here. TJ Hawkinson mm. finally had a good game. He had eight receptions on 12 targets for 179 yards, two touchdowns. I don't know what he was before this week, but after this week, he's now the tight end three in PPR and two in standard. That's how many points he scored this week. It's <laughs> well, I think this was, I think cool. this was actually the best tight end performance period for tight end this oh, year really? so far. I think I could that be wrong, surprise me. but I mean, he just was not involved <laughs> for the first couple of weeks, but I mean, Hey, I guess with having, you know, maybe that'll show him, Hey, keep this guy involved. Even when I'm on raw and Chark are back because he, they'd be even better if they used him more. He's a great tight end. It's, it's a shame they don't use him more. Cause I mean, right, I, I was seeing people on Twitter asking, I mean, prior to this breakout game by him, just to, Hey, you know, Hawkinson had a touchdown last week. Should I try to trade him away now? And yeah, and if you really, if you really still de- lo- still feel low on him, trade him right now because now's when you're going to get the best haul for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my tight end pink of the week is going to be Gerald Everett. I mean, five for sixty-one in a touchdown. What do we say all the time, man? That's all you want from your tight end: fifty yards and a touchdown. And he did it again. Um, he's the tight end five on the year. So it's just, he's been very much involved in that offense. So it's just, it's nice yeah, to I see. Th- and, and you good. I was going to say, I think he might be one of the most consistent tight ends. Like he's only going to get you 10 to 12 points. He's not going to have that TJ Hawkinson game in most cases, but mm-hmm. he'll, he's, he's seeming to score 10 points a week. Like, yeah, against Jacksonville last week, he didn't really do anything at all, but the whole Chargers team didn't. I think that's a fluke. Yeah. But still, like, what I like about it, although, you know what? Part of the reason why I also kind of wanted to highlight Everett here, too, is if you're like the Kyle Pitts or the Kittle Waller manager, I'd find the guy that has Gerald Everett and be like, hey, give me Everett plus a player for Waller, Kittle, Pitts. You know, fuck it. Why not? I mean, I, you're going to get more consistent play. Like, cause actually I was thinking about it today. I was like, what if Kyle Pitts is just Evan Ingram again, where Evan Ingram had like 1200 yards as a rookie and has done absolutely nothing since. So like, what if that's Kyle Pitts? Yeah, it could be. You never <laughs> so know. Ca- capitalize on the name, man. And, and plus like, I don't know, like I think rest of season, honestly, I think I'd rather have Gerald Everett than like Kittle. I, like, honestly, if, if I had to rank rest of season tight end one, two would be, you know, Andrews, Kelsey, three, Maybe Goddard for Everett, you know, like, he, like is he like? I I think he's gonna be one of the safest, most consistent tight ends the rest of the season, you know. Yeah, I agree. So, all right. Well, with the good comes the bad. Sometimes there's a DK Metcalf, and they just shit all over your lineup for the week. Um, Rome's stinky picks of the week: Marcus Mariota. Just absolute horrible. Seven out of 19 for 139. Uh, no touchdowns and a pick. Jonathan Taylor was his running back stink of the week. 20 carries for 42 yards. And he got hurt. Mari Cooper, one catcher, uh, nine yards on four targets. See, and that, that's my concern with Cooper is, like, he's going to have these big blow-up games. Then that's what's going to happen, too. Like, he he's, like, completely boomer bust. 
And then yeah, uh, I agree. Well, just J- Jacoby Brissett's not the greatest quarterback, you know, and and plus right. like Nick Chubb I is. Think, I don't think he'll be Robbie Anderson Boomer best, but he'll probably have like eight good games and eight bad games, not like yeah. four good games and a bunch. Of bad it doesn't games. help that Cleveland's playing pretty good defense, and Nick Chubb's like the most effective runner in football right now, so they don't really need yeah. Brissett to do much. He just basically with Brissett, they're just kind of like. Hand the ball to Chubb. Don't turn the ball over. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, I can do that. We'll pass Fuck, I can line. do that. Uh, then his tight end uh, stink of the week was Kyle Pitts. You know, one catch for four on four targets for 25 yards. And a lot of that has to do with Marcus Mariota just being a bad quarterback. Um, I remember a lot of people were talking about how, uh, you know, Marcus Mariota had Delaney Walker and Delaney Walker was a fantasy stud, but uh, he's not looking at Delaney Walker. It's just... Uh, it's just bad football. Yep. Although who knows? Maybe losing Patterson, maybe that forces him to look pits, or or maybe they go to Ritter. They're like, dude, fuck this guy. Like we've seen, we've seen what Mariota can do. The only problem is they they're winning. They're like two and two right now. So it's yeah, and the, and the division's not winning either, really, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like they don't really have to like they could keep going five hundred, and right now they're in first, I think. So yeah. It's All right. Like so whatever. what? What quarterback DK Metcalf all over your lineup this week? Yeah, this guy shot himself. Uh, Jalen Hurts. He attempted 25 passes, only completed 16 for 204 yards and an interception. Lost the fumble. And then he scrambled 16 times for 38 yards. Yet he salvaged the day with a touchdown on the ground. But the last two weeks, his running has really been shut down, like averaging two yards a carry each game. Um, I think he'll be all right. I think he'll be fine. But like I said, he was saved by if he didn't get the touchdown, he would have had less than ten points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, so. Although I mean, I think a lot of that was also the weather. It, it looked like a pretty rainy, like yucky game. Yeah, this is true. And plus, Miles Sanders actually had a great running game, and Kenny Gainwell had a rushing touchdown too. But yeah, uh, my uh, my quarterback stink of the week was uh, Kirk Cousins, not because. Overall, it wasn't an awful game. 25 of 38 for 273. He threw a touchdown and a pick. But it's just more just, you have such goddamn good pass catchers. You should be a much better fantasy quarterback. And it, it makes me sad. because. And then, like, I, I watched that game because I, I had to be up early on um, Sunday. So I, I watched a good portion of it. And just Cousins just looks bad. He just doesn't look good. He doesn't look comfortable. I mean, I'm hoping that now that... Um, now that now that he got that out of the way, it's kind of like okay, you you had two shit, you had two quote unquote primetime games in a row, and you know you just traveled a lot, so let's uh, let's get you let's get you back to normal. They had an okay matchup this upcoming week uh, against Chicago, so I don't know. We'll see. I'm just surprised they don't have the bye week, because uh, generally I thought they they got the bye week after the London game, but I think it's up to the te- I think the team gets to decide if they want to take a bye week after. Apparently they chose not to. I, I could be totally say, wrong, I, Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude. If, if I had the choice, I'd be like, give it to us after the fucking London games. You got 16 hours of flight. But, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, who knows? Maybe when you're flying private, it's like, meh. <laughs> yeah. So. Probably the little sleeper planes. All right. What's a running back that hurt your feelings? All right. My boyfriend hurt my feelings already the first week we've been dating. And this guy goes out and rushes eight times for 29 yards. 
This is the same game. They are playing a pretty good run defense in Philadelphia. So, like you said, sloppy weather. I think he'll be just fine. No running back in Jacksonville. Rush for more than 40 yards. 35, actually. ETN had eight carries and 32 yards. So, it was just a pretty nasty game for their I'll, run. It's just sad right. to not see it reciprocated, though, because on the other side of the ball, Miles Sanders, 27 carries for 134 and two. Yeah, so, it's like, oh, he's <laughs> crushing group it. where but... it rains more, man. I don't know. <laughs> It was just it was just wetter. It was wetter when it was the the. Yeah, the he played games in, in college and high school in the rain, and nobody else. Yeah, there you go. Maybe just, just used him. To He's it. the only one. <laughs> uh, my running back stink of the week was Najee Harris. Eighteen carries for seventy four yards. I love the eighteen carries, but seven and seventy four. Like real, like realistically, like, it's it's not that bad of a game. But it, it's just like it was the Jets, and the Jets aren't that good. I mean, it was nice that you're running for four yards a carry, but it's just like. It it's just been frustrating having Najee Harris on your roster because he hasn't had a good fantasy game at all. He's sitting right now as the running back twenty six, but he was a top ten draft pick in every league basically. And you know, and it's just unfortunate. I mean, he's kind of like Jonathan Taylor, where you can't bench him, and he then he just goes out there and gets you seven points. So it doesn't really help you either. And it's like, eh. Yeah. You know, but, but again, I'm I'm hoping though with the uh, with the change of 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 the guard going to Kenny Pickett that you know hopefully it gives uh it gives Najee Harris some better looks and and see some more positive production coming his way. Yeah, I, even, I think I, it will. Well, I just don't even think like like especially in our home league, like I don't even think I could trade Najee Harris right now. I mean, maybe I could now with like a couple of the injuries and stuff like that, but. Yeah, know. maybe with the injuries, yeah, you could probably sell them, it, but you probably wouldn't get what you want in return. Mm-hmm. All right. Other than DK Metcalf's tight poopy bottom end, who was the tight end that that hurt your feelings this week? Oh, tight end. You want to skip receivers? Oh, we okay. Let's go wide receiver. <laughs> that, that's um, just how, I don't that's how distraught I am. <laughs> right. Um, my receiver Stefan Diggs, four receptions on six targets for sixty-two yards. You know, you probably drafted this guy in the first round or second round, probably mm-hmm. more so. But he's our go-to guy, man. I mean, it just it just wasn't there. I, he'll turn it back around, I'm sure. But that was kind of a bummer game for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my court, my wide receiver stink of the week is going to be uh, t- Terry McLaurin, man. I love Terry, scary Terry, man. He's so talented. He's so good at football, but he's just been very disappointing this year for fantasy. Um, Carson Wentz has actually done a pretty decent job, you know. I mean, he had a bad game against Dallas, which is Dallas's defense is like legit, and Cooper rushes the shit. But anyways, there just seem there just seems to be so many mouths to feed with Dotson, a, a healthy Curtis Samuel that you know he's just not getting the the target share and usage that we're used to seeing him get the last couple of years. Um. I mean, he, he topped 100 yards once last week against Philadelphia, but I mean, just two, six targets, which is nice, but only two catches for 15 yards like that. I don't know. It's just really disappointing because, again, Terry McLaurin, you probably drafted him as your wide receiver one or two, and but he's the wide receiver 40. So I don't know. Better days will come for him. Um, You know, they're taking on Tennessee next week, Chicago. Green Bay's got a good defense. Then the Colts and Vikings. So, I mean, better days will be ahead. But it's just, I don't know. I'm just worried, though, that with Carson Wentz just spreading the 
the ball all over the field that, you know, you might not get the production that you were hoping from Terry McLaurin, at least until Curtis Samuel gets hurt. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it's looking, right? It's tough yeah. because he's another guy. I'm starting him every time probably. In our home league, I am. I have Are to. you crying? You okay? <laughs> I Dude, I'm crying about that league. I got Swift and Kamara and Michael Thomas. and <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. It's been it's rough. Bad. <laughs> it's been rough. I eked, I eked out a win, and that's purely because in our home league, the guy had Tua who got hurt, which affected Waddle. Oh. And then Schultz got a total yeah. goose egg, and Gabe Davis had a shit game. So it's like, okay, cool. Like I, I lucked eked, out on I, this one. I, yeah, I, I eked out a victory, but yeah, that, the, our our main home league's been uh, been very difficult this year for all of us. So it's been weird. All right, what's a tight end that uh, was just all sorts? Yeah, of Yeah, Mark about. Andrews. Mark Andrews really pooped himself. Mm-hmm. You know, this was a really defensive game. There was a lot of points scored, but both of these offenses can easily score way more points than they did. Mark Andrews, two for two receptions on five targets for 15 yards. I mean, mm-hmm. he's still the tight end, too. He, so, you know, throw that out the window, but that, that one really hurts you. No. He's now only got one more point than Hawkinson. Yeah, that just shows you how dominant of a game Hawkinson had last week. Yeah, no yesterday. shit. That's really what I was getting at more than anything. But it's just it's just crazy though, because you know, Mark Andrews is drafted in like the second or third round in leagues. So like he he's the wide receiver one on a lot of rosters. And uh Yeah. To to get to get such poor performance. But again, I think that that wasn't that another bad weather game, I wanna say it was. Probably. It was in the East Coast up there. Northeast. Yeah. And then uh, my tight end stink of the week is Darren Waller, man. I don't, even, I don't even know what you do with Darren Waller at this point in time. Um, and and see what what bothers me most about this. I mean, granted, Josh Jacobs just absolutely ran all over the place, but in a game where the Raiders scored thirty two points, Derek Carr did fuck all with throwing no he touchdown did. passes. Devontae Adams at least had a decent game with nine catches for one hundred and one, but Darren Waller, man, three catches for twenty four yards on five targets, like just. And they put up thirty two. I think Devontae points. Adams is making I think Devontae Adams is making Derek Carr worse. I don't Probably. know what it is, but he's not targeting other like Derek Carr used to spread the ball around pretty good. Kind of kinda because he had to. Mm-hmm. Now he's got this crutch and it's making him worse. Devontae Adams is doing just fine, but the team he's doing worse as a quarterback. Yeah, well, you know, you get a Hall of Fame wide receiver on your team and plus he was like your best friend in college. So you're just kind of like, oh, let's pepper him with targets. Because, like, I'm looking at Devontae Adams, 17 targets, 7, 10, and 13. So I think he's got to be, like, the most targeted wide receiver in football right now, just in terms of. Yeah, Cooper Cup might be. But, yeah, it's close. Yeah, but, I mean, it's going to be up there. But, yeah, I think you're right. Just And it just sucks because Darren Waller, he's the tight end 11, which also just shows you how gross the tight end position is. Because he had two good games in week one and two, you know, four for 79 week one. Six for 50 in a touchdown week two. But then, you know, last week, three for 22. This week, three for 24. <sighs> you know, and then, I don't know, like, that's why I said, if you're the Darren Waller manager, find the guy that has Gerald Everett and then just try to, for the sake of Darren Waller's name, be like, hey, I'll give you Darren Waller and then give me Everett plus a player. And then if you absolutely have to settle, I would straight up do Everett for 
Waller straight up in a trade if, if, if I was in that situation. I probably wouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> so there's uh there's your pinks and stinks of the week, everybody's favorite segment from us. But now more importantly, all the injuries that have happened. Um we got a couple waiver players that uh we want you guys to take a look at. Uh, Rome's not here, so I'm just going to go ahead and bang out his real quick, but he, he's telling everyone to take a look at Zach Wilson. He fun fact, Zach Wilson has more receiving touchdowns than Kenny Galladay in a New York giants uniform. So that's always fun, but Zach Wilson, you know, he's, he's secured the job. There's all sorts of pass catchers on that offense, He's available in 90% of Yahoo leagues right now. So he's definitely out there and available. I mean, just for first game back from being injured, you 18 for 36. He threw a touchdown. He threw two picks, but it's just, I don't know. Zach Wilson's talented. He, he has an affinity for hucking the ball around. So you, you go ahead and you like that. Um, Rome also wants you guys to take a look at Caleb Huntley. He is another rookie running back for the Atlanta Falcons. He's available in 100% of Yahoo leagues, um, especially with the news that Cordero Patterson is going to miss an extended period of time, that there's probably going to be some sort of running back committee between Tyler Algier and Huntley. And Huntley did have a touchdown. He had 10 carries for 56 yards and a touchdown. So I mean, running for five yards of carries, pretty awesome. Um, yeah, Romeo Algier did well too. Algier did but, do well. Well, I like Huntley because he got the red zone. Yeah, yeah, and five yards of carries, nothing to scoff at. That's still a nice no, stat not line. Long. Um, he Rome also wants you to take a look at Romeo Dubs. Dubs, I think it's Dubs, isn't it? Even though it's spelled Dubs, I don't know, but that's what they say. Dubs had two touchdown catches, but one was called back. So he ended the game with one touchdown, but five for 47 and a touchdown. But the more important thing is he fumbled the ball and Aaron Rodgers still went back to him. But over the last two weeks, Dubs has been Dobbs has really been uh, gaining traction in that offense last week. against yeah, Tampa Bay. He's the one eight, clicking. Yeah, man. Eight for 73 and a touchdown last week, then five for 47 and a touchdown yesterday. And then tight end Gerald Everett is, is surprisingly still available in 25% of leagues. So what the fuck are you guys doing out there? Yeah, he go should pick be, him up. He should be rostered in every league. Like, like, why is he not rostered more? I don't get that. So, All right, Fish, you want to give us your uh, your waiver ads here? Yeah, I'll just run through my four, and then you can do yours, and, and we'll call it. But um, mm-hmm. my first one here, uh, Mike Boone. Uh, I put this on here before the Lat Murray announcement, but Mike Boone's available in 98% of the leagues. We only saw him for three carries, but he looked good. So, you know, we'll see if Melvin Gordon gets another shot. Otherwise, it might be Mike Boone and Latavius Murray. You know, Boone averaged 6.6 yards a carry. Well, Gordon's so. also a little banged up, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, could be the Mike Boone show. All right, this next one, I think I think you got to act now if you want to do it. And you may be holding on for a little bit while longer here so you might be not considering this if you're trying to you know make some moves to improve your team now but if you're you know 4-0 right now brian robinson's available 46 percent of leagues the doctors cleared him to play so i'm just sure it's just going to take a couple more weeks and he'll be back out there gibson's looking okay 
but I think they really want to get Brian Robinson back out there. I don't. I think they're over Gibson. Well, even um, in a Gibson's been like ahead. super involved. Uh, the last so week one sixty four snap percent. You know, week two fifty four. But they've been dialing it back every week. Then you know, against Philadelphia, forty four percent. Then against Dallas, forty one percent. And they've been getting yeah. uh, JD McKissick. Like I think just I ready for say, his. They're dialing it back for JD McKissick, which means Brian Robinson should be all right. Yep. So, absolutely. All right, next I got here. This is a flyer. Like, like if you're doing really good and you don't need anything, but you have one player that got hurt and you want to take a flyer for, like, playoff time, Odell Beckham. He's posting stuff saying he wants to try to join Green Bay. I don't know how his injury is doing. But if he signs to a team like Green Bay, you would want to be the guy that's ahead of it and got him. Hell yeah. Well, he was uh, so last good for the Rams. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like he's he was a big he was a, he was a big big part of that Super Bowl run that they had. So he was. Yeah. Last but not least, I'd I'd say more in two quarterback league. You want to do this? But Kenny Pickett, we talked about him earlier. He looks good. He's available in ninety five percent of leagues, especially if you're in two quarterback and you for some god awful reason were stuck with Mitch Trubisky as your quarterback too. Mm-hmm. Go get Kenny Pickett because he's gonna be better than Mitch Trubisky was. He looked good. He had some, you know, one-off interceptions, but he rushed for two touchdowns. I think this guy's going to be a pretty solid player. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, And also, if you're in a keeper league, Pickett might be worth picking up as well, you know, because then you can mm-hmm. keep for, especially with Well, he's got so many weapons around him. Exactly. That That's more what I was thinking is just because uh, – you know, George Pickens, the young up-and-coming guy, they just signed Deontay Johnson to an extension. Chase Claypool sucks, but he's also talented at the same time. You know, could do worse for yep. wide receiver three. Brad yeah, Fryer in the backfield. Najee Harris, you know, yeah. so absolutely. Uh, my waiver pickups for you guys. Tyler Alger is my first one, uh, the running back for the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, the dude ran for 80. He had eight yards of carry. He looked good. He yeah, had a 20-yard catch. Um, he looked good. They both looked good. That That's the surprising thing is they him mm-hmm. and uh, Huntley. They both looked good. So I, I think, and I will say this, the reason, the way I can defend Algier over Huntley, which if you can't get one, get the other. But the reason why I say Algier over Huntley is just because he was a healthy scratch week one, but then he's been activated week two, three, and four. Huntley was on the practice squad until Saturday. I mean, he did. He actually, no, that's a lie. He he was on the roster. He had one carry in week two against the Rams, but that's because Damian Williams got hurt. So they brought him up that day, but then he was back on the practice squad. Then they brought him in. They brought him up Saturday, so the day before the game. So I think Algier right. is going to be featured first, but Huntley will definitely get involved. So get either or both, whatever. Um, I added Lat. Oh, and Algier's available in eighty-one percent of Yahoo League, so he's definitely available out there. Um, I added Lat Murray. He just signed with the Denver offense. Um, he didn't look great, but he didn't look bad either. Five yards of carry, you know, especially coming off the off the streets. You know, he yeah. just, you know, and 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 filled in and had a touchdown. So he he's a good running back. It, Fish did make the note that he is thirty two. He's been in the league for ten years. So. You know, I'm not expecting massive things out of Latavius Murray, but he's available in every single league. So, you know, go you you know, he's definitely worth a speculative ad, especially because uh Russell Wilson sucks. 
And I think they're trying to eat the clock a lot, so they're going to be running the ball a lot. So, you know, if you can get five, eight, nine points from a guy you picked up off waivers, there's uh, there's worse things you can do. Um, I added New York Jets wide receiver Corey Davis. And, yes, I know they have all sorts of pass catchers with Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson and all that other stuff. But Zach Wilson absolutely loves Corey Davis, and he proved it. He was the most targeted wide receiver on their offense. He had seven targets, five catches, 74 yards, and a touchdown. Um, so Zach Wilson looks for Corey Davis, and Corey Davis is available in 75% of leagues. So he, I think he's definitely worth like a bench ad or a bench stash, especially if you have like Keenan Allen. Fuck, maybe even Michael Pittman, because goddamn Matt Ryan sucks. But it's just, you know, I don't know, Corey Davis, he, he, uh, he actually, he's the most consistent receiver in New York. Bottom line, that's all there is yeah. to it, right? Yeah, he looks like he looks Moore good. has been consistently not great, and Garrett Wilson, I think he's still coming on. You know, he's been the, you know, he's the top ranked on the Jets, but Corey's just the, the target monster, or he was. Mm-hmm. But then he's gonna have a better floor. Yes, but Davis, I think, just has more upside currently. And I know people are gonna say like, you know, that's insane, but Corey Davis only twenty seven. And he's a good wide receiver. People forget, you know, because, you know, he was buried for so many years on Tennessee. is just kind of like a, a guy. Cause, but he was a first-round draft pick. A.J. Brown came along, and that just kind of took away some of his steam. Plus, like, Tannehill and Mariota aren't exactly, you know, world-beating quarterbacks. So, And then my last, yeah. uh, my last one is just a speculative ad. To me, it's more just a... Uh, play the matchups if you're streaming quarterback. Maybe you have Matt Stafford. Maybe you have Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, maybe you have Tua and you need somebody. But Geno Smith, man, he's available in 87% of leagues. He's currently a top 10 quarterback in fantasy. So I don't know. Like, I, he's thrown six touchdowns this year. He's only thrown two picks. He's spreading the ball around. He's still got good weapons with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Um, He has three stud tight ends. So he, I don't know. I kind of like Geno Smith. He's, he's oddly growing on me, which is disgusting because for a long he's- time I – the old Ryan Tannehill, right? The Ryan Tannehill of two years ago. He'll be right there around 10 or 12. He ain't going to get much higher than that. But he's been proven he can do it week in and week out so far. Yeah. So, And he's got a pretty cool. decent set of games coming up. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, uh, Seattle's got some plus matchups coming ahead, especially with Arizona twice, and their defense isn't scaring anybody. Um, You got the Chargers coming up too, and – I love I'm a Charger fan. It hurts me to say this, but the Chargers haven't looked particularly great. So uh, that's a good matchup as well. So, hey, maybe especially for DFS, DFS, maybe Geno Smith. He's going to be a lot cheaper than a lot of these stud quarterbacks. And uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So cool. This, this is probably a good place to wrap it up for the night. Unless you got anything else you want to talk about? No, sir. All right. So make your waiver claims. Hopefully you guys won. If you're zero and four, hang in there. It, it's never the end. It's never, it's never quite over. Just because, like, you I just mean, look gotta what eke just happened to the playoffs, man. Just eke yeah, into look, the playoffs. But look at just all the studs that just got hurt. Javante's out the rest of the year. You know, fucking. Um, tra- I'm you telling know, you, people are gonna miss time for concussions, dude. Trayon exactly. is out. Yeah. So I mean, guys are gonna be out for extended periods of time. You know, like you're like how you're and I agree with you. They're probably going to start rethinking the whole concussion protocol thing. So guys may miss more time, too. And it's a weekly game. You just got to, you know, because I remember someone asked me because I play in so many leagues. They're like, 
you know, how do you handle playing in so many leagues? Like, you know, you root for it's weekly and I just have to set a better lineup. And yeah, sometimes I face players that I'm rostering in a different league. Just got to set good lineups, man. It's a weekly. You just got to outscore your guy every week. That's it. So, but hang in there. You're almost there. The thing is, it's easier for your less leagues to cheer for certain players. But it's still enjoyable to be in a lot of leagues. And then you can just cheer yeah. for the people in your big money leagues or your home league or whatever one you care about the most. Exactly. My home, you know, I, I love I love all the leagues we play in. My home league means the most to me just because we've also been doing it for a long fucking time. And it's all childhood friends. So it's like the most competitive one. Plus, like, it's funny, like how we always it, it always makes me laugh because like our waiver wire thing that we tell people to add, they're rostered on our fucking home league. Like they're you can't get available. these guys. Yeah. Fucking Even when I watch other podcasts, people are like, go look for this guy. It's like, that guy's been gone. All right, thanks. It's like that guy. Yeah, they're like, oh, pick up this guy. I'm like, dude, he was drafted in my home league. <laughs> like, right. So this guy, you know, but Happy. well, hey, thanks so much for listening, guys. We appreciate you. Thanks for the love and the support. We'll keep doing this for you guys um, as we guide your fantasy penis through what is known as the fantasy football season. So uh, get us on social media at Filthy F-Ball Show. At Big Rome FFF is uh, Rome's Twitter. Get fish at F Football Fish. Instagram us at Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Uh, send in your emails to Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. And again, thank you so much. I'm King Josh Ashkin. Fantasy Fish, on behalf of Good Rome, Big Rome, have a good one, y'all.